Hi, I'm Holly Cates, personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict. We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible most of the time, and stopping fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self. What's up, Fashion Insiders? Hola, how's it going? Howdy doodle. And what is the haps? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast coming back at you from New York Fashion Week. I have with me my best gay, my stylist, my homie, my rock, my partner in crime, Mr. Nolan Meter. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on? Nolan, let's start at the beginning of the week because there is no intro that can do this justice. And I will say, we are really getting good at this. We are. And I think, well, also, I think people are, you know, people like us better now. (laughs) People like us now. And, you you know, I, you're in New York more, which means you're building more of a network. I'm here. I'm working more. I'm building more of a network. It's become slightly, ever so slightly easier for us to go to things. And every year you very patiently deal with my rantings about how we're never going to get into anything. My I life know. Is over. It is stressful. It's very stressful. It's very stressful. But honestly, this week was one of my favorite weeks we've ever done. I think we've done five or six together at this point. I now. think this is our fifth. Yeah. This is something our fifth. like that. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. And so, I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's start at the beginning. We got a lot of ground to cover. So Nolan, can you preface us by telling us how you found out about the VMA fashion show? Um, I had a friend text me and say, you can, you know, register for tickets to go here. Great. So we did that. I got us tickets. We had to get COVID tests. Day of. Day Day of. of. Day of. You know, we went to the Oscar de la Renta sample sale. Holly and I, you know, I had to leave the office part of the day to go get a fucking COVID test. It was a pain in the ass. Oh, it was. uh, Yeah. So we get there to the venue like an hour early and the line is ridiculous. And like, I'm, I don't like to sound spoiled, but I'm not used to waiting in like crazy lines for fashion shows. Like now. I, I, you know, I usually have like have a ticket in a seat or whatever. I get to go, you, you know, you don't, I mean, you wait in line for five minutes. You know what I mean? You're not waiting for an hour or like an hour 20 and a half. at the most. 20 at the most. And even then people start to complain. I mean, the blondes is different. You wait in line for 45 minutes, but that's it. That's the longest we've ever waited. This was just getting out of control. Finally, they start letting people in and we are literally next to go in and they come out and they say, sorry, we're at capacity, which was... Very annoying. And I understand that it was not under their control, the people that we were talking to. It was the venue, but still, it was very, very annoying. So, someone who shall remain nameless may have become mildly enraged. I mean, mild is a strong word, but I will say this I have really not caused a scene in public 
like this in a really long time. It was a scene. Like I was mortified briefly. Yeah, it was a scene. And I was freaking out. It was very Karen-esque. And it wasn't about getting into the show. It was, I mean, it was, but it was about we were next. If we would have been 50 people back and they were at capacity, we would have probably been like, oh, that blows, whatever. We would have left. But to look at her and have us come back and say, okay, how many people? Okay, cool. I'll be back. Okay, wait. So it's you guys and you guys. Okay, great. Then she comes back the third time and says, unfortunately, we're at capacity. I lose my mind. I'm giving you the Cliff Notes version. And um, I hope you appreciate it. And she comes back and she said, don't yell at me. It's the venue. I said, you get somebody out there to come talk to me. And they did. And I said, she said, I'm going to mark you as turned away. And here are the parties that we're having this week. And you can go to any party you want to. And I said, Nolan, get over here. And I said, tell him the list of parties. And he looked at me, he goes, you don't know what any of these are, do you? I said, no, but that is besides the point. And at the end, she said something about the VMAs. And I said, hold up. You're telling me you're going to give us actual seats to the VMAs and damn it if she didn't the next day. Yeah. So that was an interesting way to start our fashion week. We did actually <laughs> that night, we ended up coming, coming back to your house with our little fashion week squad and making s'mores, which was so much fun. So we, somebody sent us an indoor s'mores kit and um, we made s'mores and we played, what do you mean? And that was a good end to the night. It was a, yeah, it was a good way to start fashion week. And then fashion shows started on Wednesday um, in the morning, we went to Kate Spade in the meatpacking, which was very cute. It was small, but it was very cute. And I liked it because they had caviar and latkes. <laughs> it which, was a presentation. Which makes me very happy. And yes, it was a presentation. So it was very short and it was cute. Was it groundbreaking? No. Did your life, was it earth shattering? No, but no. I will tell you this. She took over the middle of meatpacking and brought in real fruit bearing apple trees and had these giant cartons like you see at the grocery store with watermelons, those large cartons full of apples. It was cute. It was really cute. And it was all these apple trees and arches and you walk through and she had all of her new totes with the I heart New York. It was very clever. I thought. And at the end she had a coffee bar and, it was and cute. yeah, yeah, it, that was cool. Then we went to this brief little presentation by Afterpay that was hosted by Zana Roberts-Rossi from, she owns Milk Makeup and a bunch of other things. It was interesting for about five seconds and I was <laughs> over it. So then we met up with our dear friend, Grady, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. And we went to the Pat Bow show, which Pat Bow is a, I would say it's somewhat contemporary. It's a little bit more expensive than usual contemporary brands. But it's beautiful stuff. It's very resort wear based. I believe it's a Brazilian brand, if I'm not mistaken. And they had their show at Le Pavilion on Park Avenue or on Vanderbilt Avenue, which is right off of Park. And it, it is a Danielle Balud restaurant. So it is just absolutely stunning inside. And we get in there. It was so gorgeous and so much fun. I mean, it is very expensive for not a lot of fabric, but I will say it, it was completely Gorgina. Everyone in there had on the same dress and I'm so glad I had on something different, but all these influencers and whatever they were there, we sat at the, we stood at the end, Gravy and I stood at the end and they were giving out these fancy cocktails. Oh, I loved it. I was sitting in the front row and they were passing around tequila shots. Yes. 
which it was very good tequila. It was like Sincaro tequila and it was like sipping tequila. But, oh my God, it was so funny. I actually had one of the editors of paper next to me and I said to him, like, I am getting trashed right now. And so I actually- <laughs> It was 12 o'clock. It was noon. It was high noon. And so yeah. Instead of high noon, it was drunk noon. <laughs> and um, we were just sitting there and I had two tequilas on an empty stomach at noon. Then I had to go into the office to actually do something. So that was really funny. One of my coworkers was like, are you good? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm just slightly buzzed. Nolan, have you split your pants by this time in the week or is that no, later? I have not. That's later on. We'll get okay. there. Okay. Oh yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Um, so that was Wednesday. We did that, which was, which was fabulous. I really enjoyed Pat Bo. And then a dear friend of mine works for Richemont, which is the luxury conglomerate that owns Cartier, Van Cleef and Arpels, Net-A-Porter, Ukes, you know, all of these sites and brands. And they were, my friend's company, which is Watchfinder, was doing a sponsorship of New York Fashion Week Men's Day, which was like a collective of all of these designers in one building. And we decided to go there before Holly went off to the Pro Enza Schooler Show. I want to talk about Men's Day. You want to talk about Men's Day briefly? Very briefly. It was so much fun. I'm like, it was fine. Okay, whatever. I loved it. And I'll tell you why I loved it. Because a lot of designers who are smaller, they can't afford to do a runway show. So they do kind of like freeze modeling where you go in and you just all the collections on display and everyone's just kind of staying there. It is a bit awkward. But I will say I saw a guy I hadn't seen in 15 years when I used to live in New York. Now he has his own collection. That was amazing. Aaron Potts. I mean, big ups to Aaron Potts. He is killing it, killing it. Then we saw some other ones like fried rice and the stolen garment. That was an awkward bastard. That was a little strange. Then they had a bar in the back and then they had a whole display with uh, John Legend is doing a, a collaboration with Sperry Shoes. So they had like some hot guys modeling, you know, and then in the back, they had a DJ. I was like, this is the greatest day ever. Yeah, it was cute. Ugh, whatever. It was so fun. And our friends were there. Vince E. Vincent Martinez, friend of the podcast, he interviewed us for the Art Institute International video. And that was really great. Well, then came Proens a Schooler. I wanted to go. So I ended up having tickets like GA tickets or whatever. Molly had a seat. And I was walking in, it was on Little Island, which is the island Diane von Furstenberg and her husband built in New York, in the harbor. And they were showing in the amphitheater and it, was, it looked amazing. But they'd given out like 400 general admission tickets. The line was like 400 people long. Holly was already in her seat. They started letting people in. I literally just like walked in. I was like, fuck this, I'm not doing this. And then thankfully I had seen um, a, a newer friend of mine who actually writes for Vogue uh, outside. And she'd seen me and was like, oh my God, I can't believe you're here. I'm so happy because we had talked about this being one of the shows that I really wanted to come to. And so we were sitting there and then as we got in, one of the girls said, just take, you know, whatever seats are empty. And my friend had said, oh my God, like there's a seat empty in my row, come sit down here. And so I ended up directly two seats behind Anna Wintour and Grace Coddington. And then to my left was, you know, Eva Chen and uh, Kareen Rotfeld, Diane von Furstenberg. It was really amazing. And Linda Fargo, my best Linda Fargo was there. Gabrielle Union was there. It was a really beautiful show with, you know, views of the harbor and the water. And it was at sunset. And it was just like, for me, it was about as close as, to a religious experience as I'm going to have. And uh, Proenza Schooler is Holly's favorite brand and probably 
in the world. So I think that was a, an exciting thing for you too, because you also got to have an appointment with them afterwards to, you know, pre-order things off of the runway, which is pretty special to be able yeah, to Yeah, have- that was really cool. And the show was in the round. So it wasn't like a runway. They walked by you and then they turned. I mean, it was, they were walking and it was very different. They were walking in all different directions. The clothes were very avant-garde, a little bit different. Um, It was just, it was really cool. And to see all those celebrities, I mean, that front row was like real, like high class front row because a lot of editors, I mean, we don't see that even at the bigger brands, they might be one or two celebrities, but not a ton of people like to see Anna Wintour at a show is unusual to me because I don't think she... Well, she goes to very few shows. She goes to the top tier and the top tier only. Yeah, yeah. So it's like to get her to come to that was like, wow. And then I got to go backstage and meet the designers I could because I had purchased tickets. I got to talk to them. And then I had an appointment at the showroom and I got to pick a couple things out because I had a credit and I met their staff who was really fabulous, made me feel very welcome. That was an experience. I mean, an experience, honey. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. So after that, you went to dinner with a dear friend mm-hmm. uh, of ours. And my friend that I had sat with um, invited me with her to the Bulgari party, which Bulgari threw a huge party at the top of the standard in the Boom Boom Room. And it was fabulous. I mean, it was everybody. It was a very young crowd for Bulgari. It was, you know... I will never forget. I won't say who because I, I don't want him to get in trouble. But <laughs> a, a, another famous, very, very famous editor was in the. I was getting onto the elevator with my friend and I, and our close friends are stronger. But my my like you know new buddy and I, one of their friends and him. All of these girls got off the elevator and they're all dressed like hookers, but like in like <laughs> cheap latex and like so short, I can literally see your uterus. And not a hooker at the Four Seasons. Not a hooker at the Four Seasons wearing Gucci. This is right. not that. <laughs> Let's be honest. This is okay. not that. This is not a price is high, but I get the job done situation. This is like a for $3, you get it, you know? It was bad. And he goes, he turns around, he sees all these girls go off the elevator and he's like, this is a Bulgari party. He goes, well, that was an exodus of glamour. I was gasping for air. I was laughing so hard. I ended up going up to the roof where they had the beautiful photo booth and they just had so many fabulous things happening up there. It was a lot of fun. And then we came downstairs. I ran into a bunch of friends. I saw a bunch of people. It was great to socialize, whatever. Um, And what's nice about these events is, is like, you know, if you want to be out in public and you want to have fun, you need to have had a vaccine. I'm very pro, you know, I don't really care because people are like, maybe keep your thoughts to yourself. No, fuck you. If you're going to be selfish and stupid, I'm going to tell you you're being selfish and stupid. So in New York fashion- People say you're out of touch. But I'm not out of touch. It's like you either believe science or you don't. Like it's not up for debate here, whatever. But New York Fashion Week, like some shows were not even taking paper vaccine cards because people have bought fake vaccine cards. They either would take the New York State Excelsior Pass, which checks your data- that you give them against the database of people who got the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And then it's like a certified state thing. They would either take that or the health app clear, which is also the one that I have that scans my eyes at the airport that lets me skip most of the security line. Love that. They do one for if you're not from New York. And a lot of the shows are requiring either clear or New York State Excelsior Pass. So that made me feel much better about attending these things. Um, and like the bulgari party was pretty packed. So I did have a mask on for most of it just because I was, it was just a lot of people and I knew everyone was vaccinated. They weren't even taking paper cards. They were very adamant about it. And that made me feel really good. But Chloe and Hallie performed, which I'm not super, super like, you know, up on their music to be honest with you, but I liked them. They were really nice. I like Chloe now. 
I do too. I actually, you know, when we get to our VMA story, I actually got to talk with her a little bit last night, which was so much fun. And, you know, I had a great time. It really gave me like some hope that, you know, like New York really is back. I think it is. Disclaimer, you cannot get into a restaurant in New York City unless you're vaccinated. They do not want your ass if you're not vaccinated. Just Which all the power to it. I think if you like, here's the thing. If you were, you know, selfish and or stupid, you shouldn't get to enjoy the things as the rest of us who care about other people. You know what I mean? It's one thing if you're medically exempt, but like if you're not, and if you are medically exempt, odds are you're not coming to a restaurant. But I get it. I'm all for it. I think you should be made to sit out in the cold. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and I hope you freeze and lose a toe, quite frankly. Okay, then. Um, that's the end of my rant. Okay. I'm very passionate about it. I'm sorry. I've lost I've lost too many people that I know. I have a very dear family friend of mine is unfortunately unvaccinated and is not going to make it. We got that news today. So I'm very, you know, vocal about these things. So the next day, what did we do on Thursday? Thursday was nice because we were not rushed. We, we went to Frederick Anderson. Oh, actually, no, fuck, I was rushed. That's right. We woke up, we were we got home very late on Tuesday and we both had a lot to drink. Or Wednesday. So on Thursday morning, I had Naim Khan, which was at Sony Hall. And I was like, I, I ain't Naeem getting up Khan. for that. Holly's like, fuck that shit. I'm not waking up. I was like, fair. And on the invite, this chapped my ass. On the invite, it said, arrive at 945. The show will begin promptly at 10. Don't tell me the show's going to start at 10 and not start until 1045. I will fucking punch you. Ew, you will not, like, rude. the Tory Burch show, the Naim Khan, sh- I mean, the the Peronza Schooler show, they don't, They say 7 p.m. They don't say we'll begin promptly at 7 p.m. Because they, everyone knows it runs late. So I'm sitting there at Naim Khan, and I'm like, what? I'm looking at my watch, and I'm like, oh, shit. Because we had Frederick Anderson at 11. And I know Frederick. We have a lot of mutual friends in common. It was like something that I had, you know, we'd been talking about the show. I'd said I was going. And it's like more of a personal thing than just a business thing. So like I really needed to go. Because if I said, like I went through all of this and talked to everybody about the show and how excited we all were or whatever, and then not shown up, it would not have looked good. So I ended up a very good friend of um, a friend of mine who's a photographer. And I ended up having to leave Naeem Khan before it even started because we didn't want to risk missing Frederick. So that really was unfortunate because I love Naeem Khan. I've always loved their clothes. So that was sad. But we went to Frederick Anderson. I mean, Holly wore, you want to tell them about your outfit? Your outfit was fabulous. Um, I had on my Carolina Herrera dress with my red Hermes bag and my red shoes. I was looking cute. It was raining that day, which it was, was raining that day, which was super very obnoxious. Annoying. So obnoxious. However, I did look good. That's really the you bottom line. You did look good. And we had a good time. And it was such a lovely show. It was very different. It wasn't crowded. It was, and I do want to say a disclaimer. I went to Saks and I, cause I was shopping for a customer and I said, oh my God, here's a rack of Frederick Anderson. And I had already been invited to the show. And I was like, oh my God, like this, I, I don't even this is, is this all he has? I went to the show and I was like, how long you been sitting on that one? I mean, I couldn't believe I was like, I want that. I want that. Nolan, I want that dress. I want those shorts. I was like, why doesn't Saks in Atlanta have that shit? What happened to that? Anyway, I was very disappointed. And now I love Frederick Anderson now. So there you have it. Uh, yeah. So his show was fabulous. I had a little mishap. I bought some <laughs> pants to wear to the show. They were rather expensive too. They were not cheap. They were these linen, our legacy pants that were printed. And I split a little bit of them getting out of the cab because I just moved too quickly. 
Well, I went to cross my legs of Frederick Anderson. Mind you, directly across from me is Candace Bushnell, who wrote Sex in the City. There's the woman who's like, children now own a controlling stake in Hermes. There's like all of these people, like their last name is fucking Hermes. There's like all these fancy, fancy schmancy socialites and powerful and famous people lit, like can audibly hear my pants split <laughs> as I cross my legs in the front row. It was not my, it was not my shining moment. On top of that, my friend invited me afterwards to drinks at the Regency with her little group of fabulous friends. I was like walking down Park Avenue with my boxers showing. It was not chic. <laughs> and they were neon. They were, they were neon. neon. And it was least, not a subtle situation. At least I say it wasn't a crack split. It was like the, you know, like kind of under your cheek split. I do have a picture for documentation in case anyone's wondering. Oh, good Lord. Anyway, and he said that everyone thought it was hilarious that his pants had slipped. And he oh, was, I mean, it was funny, but also sucked. <laughs> Fuck, what was, oh, what was the rest of Thursday? Oh, Thursday we had fun. Oh, we went to Monse, which everybody loves Monse. I love Monse. You love Monse. I fucking love Monse. It's the edgy younger sister to Oscar de la Renta. It's the same two creative directors. They were showing outside in the skate park. And they actually, when I first requested an, a, a, an invite to their show, they sent me a really bitchy email in response. <laughs> and I'm not going to say what I did, but it wasn't nice. And miraculously, I got a ticket, which was lovely. And I really enjoyed the show. There's this one coat. It's like an oversized, it's like a dark caramel coat. Oh my God. Do I have to keep hearing about this coat? Yes. Yes, you do. And I listen to your crap all the time. You're going to listen to my crap about my coat because this is my happy coat right now. It's my happy place. I go there in my head when I'm sad. I think about this coat. It had like a rope tie, like woven through the lapel. Oh my God. It was like a straight up rope that you would see on on a a boat. Yeah, it was like a sailing rope. Which I was like, honestly, like if a conversation's boring me, I can just take the rope out and hang myself. <laughs> or no one's like, I went to sailing camp. I was like, since when? I did go to sailing camp when I was younger. I did. Oh my God. Anyway, so here's the story about Monse. I get into the show. I sit on the front row. I meet a fabulous stylist who is soon going to be a friend of the podcast. I sat down. I said, oh my God, my name's Holly. She goes, well, my name is Dolly. And I was like, did we just become best friends? She's an amazing menswear stylist um, in New York. Love her. And then the lady, the hosting uh, person comes over and says, yeah, two of y'all need to get up. And we all looked at each other like, I ain't getting up. I ain't getting up. And then the two people at the end of the row, she said, y'all get up. And she did. I said, uh, I scooted over. I said, somebody can squish next to me. She goes, we're not squishing. And she said, two of y'all get up. They went up, sat somewhere else. And Paris and Nikki Hilton walk in and they sit like three seats down from me. And all I can say is that I was completely blinded by her ring. I mean, it's, it like, was, it's actually, it's tackily gross. It's grossly huge. It's, it the point is, where it's not even beautiful. It's just gross. It is gigantic. Anything larger than like 10 carats is just disgusting. Uh, so, Even 10 carats is like huge. 10 carats is like, God, fuck you. It was big. But like her <laughs> ring is like multiple above 10 carats and it just looks like a pebble. <laughs> anyway. So that was exciting. Everyone came over and took their pictures, blah, blah, blah. It was fucking raining still, but it was sprinkling. I did so make was, an intern bring me an umbrella. I'm not so gonna. I did kind of scoot next to Dolly and she held an umbrella over us. So that was nice. And then there was a random skateboard dude in the middle with a skateboard. I was like, is he lost? Why is he walking around in the middle of the show? And Nolan said he was supposed to be skateboarding, but it was wet. So they didn't. Yeah. So he couldn't because it was wet. Uh, and afterwards, a friend of one of my dearest friends and my boss um, was there 
and she knows the the Oscar and Monse team very well. And it like made my day, but she actually took me over to meet Fernando Garcia and Laura Kim. And I actually got to like have a little bit of a conversation with Fernando very briefly. And it was so incredible to get to chat with him. It was a great show. We took great pictures. We had a great time. They gave us t-shirts. And we got our picture in Getty Images. Yes. So that was fun. After that, I can't honestly remember what I did. Oh, Thursday night, Frederick Anderson was throwing an after party at the Pierre Hotel, which was hosted by a very dear friend of mine whom I adore. And she told me, you know, bring all of your fabulous friends. So I did. And naturally we had a great time. We danced, we, you know, had a great time. I was, I kind of wore, it was kind of like work for me because I was, you know, trying to see who was there and trying to, you know, help my friend a little bit. And I ended up going afterwards, we ended up going downtown to this club called Zero Bond, which is, oh my God, it's so fabulous. I love a members only club. I love that kind of shit. I know it's tacky, but I love it. And Zero Bond was fabulous. Everyone was there. It was like, you know, the, the, the best of the socialites, Russell Simmons was there a lot of big wig financial guys, like this, these big billionaire CEOs. Like it was just a really interesting crowd, like melange of people. It was like, usually you go somewhere and it's like one crowd of people. This had like fabulous people from every walk of life. So it was very cool. No one's just looking for a, ni- a nice NJB. Let's be exactly. Honest. That's true too. That's true too. Um, but no, I had a great time. It was fabulous. And I came back uptown and I picked up Holly and we went to the Plaza Hotel to have drinks with our fabulous friend, Mary, and some of her fabulous friends. Friend of the podcast. One of the podcast, Mary. So we did that, which was really fun. My highlight of the night, Botox, the dog, was at the party. And we had seen Botox before. He's a Maltese. And he was at the Alexander McQueen presentation that we were at. And the same lady was there with her dog. And it made me really fucking happy. Made her really happy. Friday, I don't think, I mean, we didn't do... A ton. I can't remember. Fuck. What did we do on Friday? Do you we went remember? To Cynthia, we went to Cynthia Rally. Oh yes, you went to Proenza School or did a bunch yes. of shopping. I went. Um, I went to work and then I went to support um, a, a, an acquaintance of mine who was launching his line. I went to support him in a, in a show at noon, and then I met up with Holly and we went to Cynthia Rally, which was outside at Wagner Park. It was so great. It was beautiful. Logistically, it was a bit of a shit show because there was one portion of the seating section that the models didn't even walk by which thankfully I was right on the end. So I did get to see the models, but there were like three editors. One was from like Forbes, one was from Robert Port, who like the models didn't even fucking walk by them, which was kind of funny. It was like, do y'all just, like, y'all just quit. <laughs> okay. I was, I was on the outside and no one's like, come in. I was like, I have the best seat in the house. Some bitch who was jogging by came over and sat next to me. Uh, I mean, it was great. I mean, I was right there at the runway and the woman next to me was like name dropping like crazy. She goes, that lady's on The Bachelor. She's on The Bachelor. She's on The Bachelor. Bachelor. That's Cynthia Rowley's daughter. That's this person. I was like, all right. And then what's her name from SNL was there. And of course, I have no idea what her name is. I want to say it's Amanda something. Anyway, so it so that was good at, because I had watched SNL and I saw her. She was really nice. So that was a good crowd and everyone was dressed so fabulous. Her her collection has butterflies on it. That makes me happy. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I mean, it was a fun show. After that, we had a quick little dinner, you know, so that was fun. Saturday. <laughs> fuck. I don't even remember what we did on Saturday. We went to Dennis Basso. No, that was yesterday. Oh, just kidding. That was yesterday. Oh, yeah, Saturday. We didn't do much. Saturday was nine 11. I, yes. Uh, I didn't do anything fashion-wise on 9-11. I, I saw one show in the evening that my friend did. My friend Emily was doing the PR, and I said I would go very briefly. And then we had dinner with, with some friends from Atlanta who are very fabulous. Friends of the podcast. 
friends of the podcast. And then yesterday was the big day. I finished Fashion Week with Dennis Basso, uh, which was amazing. It was at Rockefeller Center. It was beautiful. And his show always brings out the best of the best, like the social lady crew. So everyone was fabulously dressed. Um, A friend of mine showed up with the most divine electric blue crocodile Hermes Kelly, which was like mind blowing. I said to her, I'm like, this is beyond. She's like, I know, isn't it? Which he is still talking about. Oh my God. It was so 48 hours later. Well, she's she's so chic. Along with the Proenza coat along. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. The Monse coat along with the other coat he wants to get and the other coat and then his Balmain jacket. So we've been talking about. Yes. Well, then, so yesterday, what did we do yesterday? Okay, so, yeah, we went to Dennis Passo, and then we raced um, to make sure the VMAs, because of security and everything and COVID, you'd be there, like, fucking three hours early. So Uh, Try four, but all right. Well, we sat in line. We got in line. We got inside, finally. It was was like Disney. It was was a process. They just moved you from room to room like Disney, and we finally got in. They did not give out tickets till right before we got in. We had an obstructive view, let's be honest, <laughs> but it was y'all great. did. I did not. You did, bitch. You absolutely did until you fucking weaseled your way backstage. Rude. <laughs> I just think, you know what? I was 80% happy for you. No, you weren't. See what you just said means you were 10% happy for me. I really was 80%. Okay. Let, let's. You, okay. You were not happy. No one, no one was happy for me. Everyone was just appalled. I, you, you guys were like, went and moved seats when I was in the bathroom. like to get a better view. I was yeah, like, we, fine, yeah, we went, we went down. Whatever. I went to the bathroom and as I'm outside, I hear, oh my God, Nolan. And I look and it's a, a friend of mine who I, you know, know from, you know, you know, partying about town and whatever. And she's fabulous. And she, um, she manages, you know, some influencers and some athletes and whatever. She goes, oh my God, come backstage with us. We're having the best time. I said, okay. So I go backstage with them. I see Winnie Harlow, the supermodel. I got to say hi to her. It was amazing. We got to go into this really amazing section that's right off of the stage where all the celebrities and their managers were sitting. So there's Alicia Keys' manager and all these people. We got to go down onto the stage at one point. So I got to actually talk with Chloe of Chloe and Hallie very briefly, which was really sweet. She seemed super nice. Her sister seemed really sweet too. Um, I saw Megan Fox and I saw, you know, all of these people. I saw Doja Cat a million times, obviously, because she was hosting. It was in and out and in and out. I will say, I really love her now. I think she has such a quirky, cute personality. Like, I really fell in love with her because I didn't know much about her. And I knew so many more songs than I thought I would. Yeah. And I mean, it was a fun time. And like, honestly, what made it was like, yeah, we had generally fine tickets. It was great to be there in general. But my friend being like, you want to come backstage? And literally ending up on stage was so cool because I got to meet Busta Rhymes like right after he performed. It was like, hey, what's up? That was the best. It was so cool. He was the best of the whole night, in my opinion. He was so great. Yeah. So, I mean, I had a great time. It was a nice adventure. And so they're texting me like, where are you? I'm like, I'm backstage. I'll be back. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm backstage. I'll be back. They're like, how? I'm like, I know everyone and everyone loves me. There are benefits to being me. <laughs> there are also a lot of, I don't know. What's the, what's the opposite of benefits? Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Penalties, I guess. Penalties. But you know what? Right now I'm choosing to embrace the benefits because yesterday when we were waiting, 
in our hellishly long wait for the VMAs, I got an email from a PR company that I I don't really work with a ton. So I don't have a huge experience with them. I had a a dear friend who worked there for a minute, but she's been gone a while. I requested all of their invites for New York Fashion Week. They only gave me like two out of six and like essentially like bitch button to me on the rest. They're like, eh, no. (laughs) Well, I'm like on my phone, I'm just scrolling and I check my email because I'm like, you know, with, with everything that goes on in the world right now, I like to stay on my phone in case something happens. And I check my email and it just says, invite, official Met Gala after party. And I like shrieked. I was like, what the fuck? I open it and I check and it is like from the PR company. And it's this very exclusive Met Gala after party that's like sponsored by like Ciroc and Don Julio and Moe and Barbara Sturm. And it's like A-list, 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 A-list. And I'm looking, I'm like, they must've done this by mistake. So I respond, my RSVP and the guy who's like the president of VIP relations or whatever goes, oh my God, great. So glad you're coming. I'm like, like, was it supposed to be Nolan Smeater? That's exactly. (laughs) I was like, was it supposed to be like my drunk alter ego, Nancy? Like, what the hell? Like, I have no idea how this happened. I started ferociously texting everyone I know being like, are you going to this after party? Are you going? And nobody I know is invited. I'm like, what the hell? This is so crazy. Cause like, this is so much harder to get into than any fashion show. How the hell did I get into this? Well, as of this morning, I'd RSVP, like I'm going, whatever. I still didn't know where the fuck the party was. And so I emailed them. I was like, um, hi, I still don't know where the party is. They're like, oh yeah, because of security reasons, we don't release the location of the party until two, like three hours before it starts. So I literally, just before I hopped on here, got the email of where it is, which it's not close, which is really annoying, but I'm okay with it. I don't care. So you should feel so honored and graced with my presence. I'm being facetious, by the way. <laughs> that I took a break from my Met Gala after party prep, you know, to, to come and explain our, our fashion week adventures because it's fucking black tie. I don't, I didn't, I don't have any ties. I I don't wear ties. I don't wear tuxes. Like I I like a bold something. So I went on my way home tonight. I grabbed a little turtleneck from Uniqlo. Should I need it? You know, I'm going to get some jewelry on. Only Nolan wears a turtleneck when it's fucking 80 degrees. But I have no other choice. I don't know because the party's black tie, which also, this is a big departure for me because I'm a 95-year-old woman from Palm Beach (laughs) on the inside. So to go to a party that doesn't even start until 11, which is after my bedtime. How are you going to stay awake? Are you just going to watch Will and Grace in the corner? No, I was just (laughs) watching NCIS and drinking an espresso. I'm like... Stay alive, stay alive, stay alive. We're waiting for the VMAs to start. He goes, I'll be over here watching Will and Grace. I literally, yeah, I was like over this shit. I'm like, I put in my, my headphones, my Will and Grace. Can we just talk about my outfit yesterday? Sure. We had a David and Moira moment. We did. I mean, I looked like a pimp. <laughs> I did. I had a fashion identity crisis. I guess it was about a year ago, two years ago. And I said to Nolan, I said, I'm, I don't wear shorts. And he goes, what does that mean? And I said, I don't wear shorts. He goes, why? I said, because I don't like my legs and I don't want to wear shorts. He goes, I mean, after he stood there for like 10 seconds, he's like, that's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck doesn't wear shorts? You weirdo. I don't know. Anyway, now I have 10 pair of shorts and I'm like, "Eh, okay, I guess I like them if they're a little bit longer. So I have these Alice and Olivia. Are they, they're not real. I guess they're croc inspired. (laughs) They're leather, but they're embossed crocs. Embossed. And they're lined. I was schvitzing, but I wore those shorts. I had my new fabulous Chanel boots. Ugh. Ugh. Then I had my Versace jacket with safety pins. Then I had my MSGM totally sheer see-through 
top on with my Gigi Burris hat. And can I just say in my Louis Vuitton French bag, that was one of my better fashion moments. Yes, it will, which I take credit for. Thank you. <laughs> and um, Every time I get a compliment, people go, oh my God, I love your jacket. And Nolan goes, <clears throat> every <laughs> single time I'm like, hi, this is my stylist. He picks out all my clothes. I can't take credit for this. And they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's really, really bad for Nolan's ego. I don't know how he gets through the door. His head's so big. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, it, Yeah. But I mean, my outfit, I was wearing this like black neoprene Marnie long sleeve with this silver and gold detail and these like gold Balmain pants. I looked like like a statue at the Oscars. But let's talk about your gold Balmain pants. My gold Balmain pants that I love so much. So they're like gold dusted, like almost spray painted. And they're really low because they're for people with no ass, which I won't say the category of people that that is, but people with no hips and no butt. And... You know, all I have to say is that Nolan had to keep pulling up his pants. I did, but I had a great time. And like, you know what? It is what it is. I mean, he comes out, he's like, is this too much? And I'm like, I mean, I mean, and then um, when at Pat Bow, they gave out fans. If you sat down, like, you know, like a Chinese fan. And I was like, I'm going to throw this away. He goes, no, I'm gay. No. I need a fan. <laughs> yes, I, I did. And. I actually am bringing my I, one of my foldable fans to the after party for the Met Gala tonight because it is going to get toasty in there. <laughs> and okay. it was like to the guy at Uniqlo, I'm like, do you have any turtlenecks that aren't heat tech that like generate heat? He's like, no, I'm like, lovely. No, it's a turtleneck, dumbass. No, this has like a patented Japanese technology that generates heat. I'm like, lovely. This is exactly uh, what I need tonight. All right. Well, good. Best of luck with that. I'm actually, I'm going to have a lovely dinner. I'm going to go. I mean, I'm going to have a lovely evening. I'm about to go have a, a wee drink and a bite with two friends. And then I'm going to go off to the after party for the Met Ball. I'm really killing it tonight. You're killing it in my apartment. Absolutely. Let's be honest. Nolan's been shacking up with me, but it's been fun having him. It's really has. Been Honestly, fun. it's just so much more convenient when we're when it's fashion week. You, you know don't what? have to wait for you. You're not wrong. Because usually I have to wait for you. And it's like, because you're, I mean, I love you to pieces, but you're not always on time. I've been very punctual this week. Ish. Okay. We'll go with I, that. Listen, have I made every show? Yes, I have. Yeah. And you did yeah, try by the skin of your teeth. And you did try to get into Tom Brown, which I really was upset for you because you wanted to go to Tom Brown. Well, I ended up going to Rick Owens, the store instead with a friend and he did some amazing orders and I got to spend some time with him. And then I went to another show. It was fine. I mean, and can I just is. say how much I love him? That's not, not one of Nolan's friends that he knew from school. And he is like Nolan reconverted into a different person. I didn't know there was, could be more of him, but he's very different from you, like a, a little bit edgier. Like, it's just with his style, he's like a little bit more risky when you're wearing martini cocktail pants. And I'm just saying, but I love him and y'all make a good pair. And and I really enjoyed meeting him. We have a lot of fun together. He actually, he might meet me. There are a couple of different parties tonight. So, um, you know, there are a lot. I mean, Justin Bieber is performing at Balenciaga's party. Rihanna's throwing a party. Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats are throwing a party at Casa Cipriani. And there are a lot there better be a good gift bag. That's yeah. And Laquan Smith obviously is throwing this huge one with Barbara Sturm and everybody. So, I mean, these should be, I mean, this should be off the fucking charts. I'm so excited. (laughs) Nolan said, if there's not a gift bag, I will revolt. I will revolt. (laughs) I will fucking sue. I will sue. Oh 
my God. And then when the tray, when the food comes out, he goes, no, honey, just leave the tray. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, no, I mean, I've already eaten because I know I'm going to drink tonight. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm getting, I'm getting toasted tonight. Look, I'm 80% happy for you. That's a wrap. We did good. We got a lot of shows. We got more than we thought we were going to get. And we really got along very well all, all week. We spent time together, time apart, time together, time apart. And we, I, it really was, we're just getting better at it. Yeah. I'm just, because I'm older now and I'm skinnier now, people are nicer to me. Ugh. So now bad. I'm like unstoppable. <laughs> people be like, how'd you get backstage at the VMAs? I'm like my charming personality. Because your slim figure, you just slid, you just slid right in. No one didn't even notice. No, you. I had a backstage pass. I was not a fraud. When you turn to the side, you disappear. So I disappeared. Skinny. I had my cloak of invisibility is what happened. Yes. And your neon underwear with your pants that were too low. But that's besides the point. But exactly. It was, but it was great though. And Madonna showing her ass was the best. Madonna showing her ass was great. That was the best. She's had a lot of plastic surgery. That's all right though. She looks good. Any last thoughts, Noli, before no, you go Oh, off? I am I am off to dance the night away. And I'm off very excited. Into your carriage. To your carriage. Be home by midnight. The party doesn't start till 11. I told my friends, I'm like, don't expect me home before three. I am okay. gonna be, I am going, I'm in coming home at three o'clock in the morning. I don't care. Okay, then have a nice productive day at work tomorrow. <laughs> I told them not to expect hundred percent productivity. Okay. Listen, you're killing it. We're killing it. I'm just riding on your coattails, honey. Well, let me tell you, we had a good time. We had a lot. We had a lot of fun. We, had a, lot of we fun. had a great time. We met some new people. We reconnected with old folks that we knew. Yeah, it was good. I, I have some new fans of the podcast. I have some new fans of me. At, so I have some newer friendship. So it was great. I, I mean, it was really, really nice and fun and you know, I, I got to see Botox the dog, and then um, the other dog was there, Iggy or whatever her name was. What's the dog's name? That's always on TikTok. Tika the Iggy. Tika, Tika. That was fun. I didn't see her. I just heard she was there. But all right, Nolly. Thanks for being my partner in crime. Thanks for leading me around and not killing me and dressing me every day, and making me look fabulous. I mean, I am a gift from God. Thank you. For I mean, it was your best work. It was my best work. And we had such a good time. It was nice because we just weren't, we weren't stressed like we always are. We were, we had fun this time, which was amazing. Yes. And it's been a long time. So it's anyway, been a long time. It was a long time coming. Nolan <sighs> has got to go everyone. I have got to go. I have to get back to my beauty routine. <laughs> your skincare routine. I Nolan, am. Yes. Nolan has to, but he has eye patches on right now. Actually I do. They're gold. From Wander <laughs> Beauty. I'm not kidding. Okay, listen, make good choices. Just say no. No means no. Don't partake in anything that, you know, God sees everything. Okay. I'm aware. Yes. Thank you <laughs> for that public service announcement. Okay. This has been our fashion week. Does that mean God up. saw your waddle across 14th Street after we'd had four drinks and you were wearing six inch Chanel wedges? Okay. That was funny. And that, I keep telling you to post that. That really was funny. I had too many drinks in the cobblestone streets. I said, Jonathan's going to be mad at you for not holding my arm across the street. And I was literally wobbling. I was literally like, already holding her purse. <laughs> that's a damn good friend. In all seriousness, that's a damn good friend. He's like, what else can I hold for you? I'm holding your fucking shoes. I got your bag. What else? Anyway. Okay. 
This has been the New York Fashion Week wrap up with the Fashion Crimes Podcast. We painted the town red. We killed it. We ended up at the VMAs. We had a great time. If you want to get into our posse and become a fashion insider with us, please let us know. Send us a snail mail, smoke signals. Send us a DM. Let us know what you want to hear about. We will be covering these designers a little bit more in detail with all our pictures. So thank you for following with us. Thanks for being part of our posse. This has been Fashion Crimes Podcast, and we are out.